Hi, you're listening to 10-Minute IS Paper. My name is Blair Wang. Today's paper is called Digital Transformation Strategy Making in Pre-Digital Organizations, The Case of a Financial Services Provider by Simon Chanias, Michael D. Myers, and Thomas Hess. Published in the Journal of Strategic Information Systems in 2019. So usually on this podcast with the papers that I read, it's just me going through the most recent papers for each of the top journals in information systems. That's why most of the papers so far have been from 2020. But this paper is from 2019. And I heard about it because um, I'm part of the Association of Information Systems AIS mailing list. And I actually got an email the other day saying that this paper actually won the best JSIS paper award for 2019. So it's the best paper published in the whole year from that journal. So the publisher, has actually made this paper available to read for anyone for free. If you're someone who usually doesn't have access to these kinds of journal papers because you don't have access through a university library, then this is a great chance to get access to this paper until the end of the year. So this paper is about what's called digital transformation strategies. Uh, One of the weaknesses that we have as technology enthusiasts is that we can become a bit too focused on the companies that are born digital. Think of like Amazon, eBay, Google, Google's parent company Alphabet, Tencent. These born digital organizations are the focus of a lot of our research, a lot of the news that we read. But there are these companies that are what the paper would describe as on page 17, pre-digital organizations, and I quote from page 17, they often need to change their entire organization, business model, and processes as they adopt digital technologies, end quote. These organizations, they have a right to use digital technologies as much as any born digital organization or company does, and it's important for us to investigate how this transformation happens because we can learn a lot about how the process of digitizing, of modernizing these pre-existing companies can bring them into the digital age, can help them be more effective and efficient and productive and so on. And a lot of the time, that's something that the leadership of the organization is actively interested in, so they would formulate a strategy a digital transformation strategy. And this paper is about digital transformation strategies. So as we saw in the title of the paper, the way that these authors and their research understands digital transformation strategies is by looking at the example of financial services provider. In other words, basically something like a bank. The reason this is such a great way to understand digital transformation is that banks have been with us since well before the digital age. And so when these technologies, when these computerized and digital technologies came in, they have had to change how they do business. Money these days is basically just numbers stored in computers. So the financial services organization that the authors in this paper investigate uh, illustrates two aspects of the difficulty of a digital transformation. Firstly, there's just all sorts of different things that you have to change at the same time. Do you have new digital products and services to offer? But it's not just enough to be able to imagine those products and services. You also have to be able to provide them. And to provide them, not only do you need the right kinds of IT infrastructure, but you also need to be able to move data smoothly within your organization. And just having one of these isn't going to guarantee the other too. But let's say that you did have the products and services that you wanted to sell, the IT infrastructure that you need, the data moving smoothly. In other words, all these aspects of of being able to give something to your customers, as well as having what the paper calls digital competence. All these aspects, by the way, are in this diagram on page 24. Even if you have all these different things, it's really hard to just flip the switch one day from your old way of doing things and boom, you're in a new way of doing things. That journey 
that process, if it goes wrong, not only do you not get to become digital, you've also just ruined your company, you've ruined your organization. So these are very difficult, perilous journeys that companies and organizations are embarking on when they decide to go for digital transformation. And so the digital transformation strategy has to be aware of all these things. And that journey is going to have to involve not just the leadership of the organization designing the future state, but also relying on everyone in the organization, the employees, the stakeholders, the entire culture being on board to be able to push the organization forward into that future state. This is true for pretty much all organizations, but in the case study described in the paper, it's particularly true because as with many modern companies, this company, they call it AssetCo, a pseudonym, likes to be perceived as a friendly organization, relying on a cooperative leadership style, very democratic way of doing things, and having councils and committees that can veto or block management decisions. In this environment, it's more difficult than ever to be able to do digital transformation. So if they're able to do it, it can teach us a lot about how we can push these pre-digital organizations into the digital era and to do so in a journey that works for everybody. Well, the story at the end of the day is that they were successful, they were able to do it, and the process by which this happened, all the different parts that were coordinated together to make it happen, that is the theoretical contribution of the paper, and it's all sort of summarized in figure four, this boxes and arrows diagram on page 28, which I'm going to focus on for the rest of today's episode. So at the center of this figure is a box that is sort of at the top of almost like a deck of cards, a series of other similar sized boxes, and it's labeled episodes of digital strategy making. So essentially, these are all the different things that take place that create the digital transformation, which are recurring, indefinite in their number and varying in their duration, as the paper very formally defines it on page 29. I love this metaphor of episodes because it reminds me of what we do on this podcast. You know, every week it's a different paper, but the, the end goal is for me to come and summarize papers. Well, for them, each of these episodes is a different part of the business transforming, but the end goal is to digitize the whole business. So when all those episodes come together, what you get at the end of the day are these digital transformation strategy practices which is the box listed below the episodes and has these arrowheads going back and forth between the episodes and these practices. And on page 29, it also says these micro practices built on prevailing practices at the company, but also on proven extra organizational practices, such as best practices from other born digital organizations. And I mean, this podcast that I'm doing here, each of the episodes, it's very much the same. It's my style of talking, but I'm also totally getting inspiration from other podcasts. So I, I really like this episodes metaphor. But there's other things around it as well, and I think it's worth going through the different parts. The thing on the left that's sort of influencing, but also being influenced by these episodes of digital strategy making is what they call the organizational contexts. So sort of the situation of the company in the world. Um, and this is sort of where the CEO, the management, the leadership, they come in because they sort of look around the world. They see the need to push forward the digital transformation. But it's not just them imposing their will on the digital transformation. They are also influenced by how the digital transformation is going. At one particular point they make here is that, and I quote, we saw that the organization quickly profited from 
an innovative image within its industry owing to its digital transformation intentions. Top management regarded this positive public perception as a confirmation of the decision. So this cycle of doing things, seeing how it plays out and uh, being encouraged by the success that you've had so far. And so finally, we get to the box at the right-hand side of the figure, which is labeled Realized Digital Transformation Strategy. In other words, the end result, the end product of all these other things, all this other back and forth between the different episodes, the practices, the organizational contexts, bouncing off each other, feeding back to each other, and arriving at the digital transformation that we want to achieve at the end of the day. So all these iterations, all these cycles are what the paper refers to. And they quote from some very classic management literature, Mintzberg, 1987, um, page 30. This approach to strategy formation is, is deliberately emergent, meaning that top management focuses solely on broad guidelines, but leaves the specifics to others in the organization. And I reckon that's the main learning from this paper. It's that digital transformation is the kind of thing that you can't just, as the leader of the organization, dream up in your head and impose onto the organization. Or maybe I just quote the authors from page 31 in the conclusion. Our study shows that a digital transformation strategy is always in the making with no foreseeable end. It is always a moving target. A digital transformation strategy needs to be continually revised and reworked by incorporating new learnings and insights from ongoing implementation efforts, end quote. Maybe sometimes we just need to have a general idea of where we want to go and then let the path unfold itself in front of us. This has been an episode of 10 Minute IS Paper. Thanks for listening. The music on this podcast is composed and performed by Kevin McLeod and generously licensed under Creative Commons. You can find out more about this podcast at www.tmisp.org and you can reach out to me Blair Wang at www.blair.wang.